Welcome to the Southern Glow Podcast. My name is Carrie Hyatt Richmond. I'm a wife, extra needs mama, homeschool teacher, fantasy author, and empath. I'm here with one goal in mind, to enrich your entire world by empowering you to live in it authentically and honestly as the exact soul you were sent here to be. It's time to release all the outdated cultural paradigms, generational facades, and hectic patterns that are draining the magic out of your days. By choosing to anchor back into your soul and to reconnect with your intuition, you will compose a unique harmonic identity that enriches every aspect of your life. I cannot wait to share all the tools, shifts, and rituals that you can implement to step into the reality you've been longing for. I know that we're going to have the best time connecting, so thank you for pushing play today. Now, let's reclaim your glow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to have Gervais Colmos back with me today, and we are going to talk all things hypnosis. She has created some wonderful tracks for me in these last few years that I feel have really quantum leaped big pieces of my journey. So this is a tool that I'm excited to really help reframe for a lot of people who might be where I was almost four years ago, who have lots of questions and immediate maybe feelings of, oh, this is all just silly woo-woo that we see on TV and it's not real. There are a lot of great studies and statistics out there that prove otherwise, but for today's chat, I thought it would be perfect just to bring her on because she is the soothing voice in my ear every night for the last four years. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome back, G. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for inviting me. Yeah, it's so great to have you. And I will tell everyone I'm super sick right now coming off of something. So if I sound just a little extra froggy, just mm. roll with it. But I'm so excited to have you here. And I'm really appreciative that you took the time to have this chat because this has been something that has been such an instrumental tool in my journey that, I mean, it really only took me getting that first track from you and kind of thinking, okay, I mean, I know this is like meditation, but I'll mm. use this at night. I remember specifically the first one we did, I was supposed to use it at night. It was a very high anxiety time for me. Um, so it was really to help me calm down, ground in, and then fall into a restful sleep. And it was such a beautiful experience launching into discovering how healing that was and how, what a big piece of my journey that had been missing for so long. I mean, I think people probably heard this on and off and I'm sure you have too. for the real big difference, I think between meditation and hypnosis, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but really they are so similar, but your biggest difference is going to be that while meditation is more clearing your mind and just connecting in hypnosis is more of a meditation with a specific purpose you're going into it with a goal. And when you go into meditation, I mean, your goal essentially is just to ground in and chill out and clear your mind, but there's a next level goal. So we're always going deeper and we're trying to reprogram old patterns and thoughts and negative ways of being. Is there anything that you would change or add to that? No, I think that's a beautiful way of saying it. And I'm glad that you compared it to meditation right away because A, I think it's less scary when people think of it as, I mean, when you listen to a hypnosis track, it, to me, it feels like I'm just listening to a meditation track. Um, if you like go on any of the apps that have meditation traps tracks and, um, choose something, they sound very similar, like just, um, at a bird's eye view, you know, if you're just like, oh, it's just a nice relaxing thing that you listen to. So they do really present very similarly, 
But like you said, the result is really different because um, your mind is, we're, we're activating your subconscious mind with hypnosis, which is working all the time and doing things that you don't think about, right? Like breathing <laughs> to, to name a few, <laughs> but um, it's so focused on a singular goal. Whereas like you said, meditation is just clearing your mind, which is also a really beautiful thing. But often somebody listening might not even know the difference. You know, it's like, if you don't have a ton of experience with either one and you just pop up, pop on your headphones and listen, you're like, oh, it's just relaxing track I'm listening to for 20 minutes. Like awesome. But it is really working. There's a, um, a formula to hypnosis scripts that, I wish it still didn't take me so long because I really work on this formula a lot. Um, whereas meditation, you know, like I do meditations on the spot for clients all the time and it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You can really just flow with it and channel and just whatever you think that wherever they think you think they need to go. But hypnosis is really like a laser beam focused on what is this, this mm. client trying to achieve and how do I get them to that place using imagery that imagery and language that talks directly to their subconscious mind and gets it on board the whole time that they're listening. Oh my gosh. I love the way that you just summarized that. That's beautiful. That it is that laser beam focus. It really hits home on. And I think that's so beautiful. So maybe we can even touch on, cause I've always actually wondered this, was that something that you initially knew out of the gate as a coach? I am integrating this into my practice with my clients or was no. it something that kind of evolved and you oh were gosh. like, is this Girl. a tool that I should use? <laughs> no, you know, what's really funny. I think about this sometimes. I, I think in my first or second year of business, um, a local girl who is a hypnotist girl, woman reached out to me and was like, Hey, I think, you know, like, do, would you like to meet for coffee? Like our industries overlap. And I mean, I was, I feel very much like I was like very in maiden at the time. I was like, oh, okay, sure. Whatever, you know? And I met her and I remember just thinking like, I don't get, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling the chemistry here. Like, I don't see what you do. I don't really, it feels really out of left field for me. And then she ended up, I think she ended up getting a, a stint on like Southern charm or something like as the hip, oh. hypnotist and like, she's crushing it now. I'm so happy for her, but it just goes to show, you know, we're all unconscious until we aren't like, we just, you know, like the thing will find us when we're ready. Um, it's like that quote, uh, when the, what is it? when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Or when the master is ready, the student will appear. It's like, I just love stuff like that. Cause it's like, if it calls to you, you'll know. So anyway, I did a program during COVID. So 2020, right before I met you. And um, in that program, there were hypnosis tracks were part of the program. And the first time I, and so, you know, well, you probably don't know because we've never been in a program together, but I'm like an eager student. Like I show up for my programs. I'm like, I invested money to be here. Like I'm so excited mm -hmm. to show up for myself. Like I'm going to just like get every last bit of juice out of this experience. So yeah. when I read the instructions and like listened to the hypnosis, I wasn't really skeptical. I was just kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting this, but like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's do it. <laughs> right. so the first time that I listened to a track, I could feel my it's like I could feel my brain changing. It was so powerful for me. And I I do believe it's um it affects people differently, of course. Like there are there is a segment of the population that's just not visual, that is just it's not for that that person. Um but for me, I am highly visual. Um and I it just worked immediately and I just felt 
like I was in another universe and I would repeat the messaging in the track throughout my day. Like I would hear it like <laughs> kind of, it sounds creepy, but it's like, it, it was so accepted and being absorbed and like <laughs> integrated by my subconscious mind that I would hear it. Cause what, one of the things that it said in the track was, um, uh, Oh my God. Now I'm going to forget. I can't, I literally can't, I just lost exactly what it said, but I would repeat it in my head all the time. And it's kind of the difference when you repeat something and it feels like, I don't know, like a mantra that you're just trying on versus like, it just felt like it was coming from me. Mm. So I realize this is probably making it sound more scary and more woo woo for all of your listeners to <laughs> read the room. But, but, <laughs> but I just was like, wow, that is really powerful. I've always been so interested in the brain and the mind and the conscious and the subconscious minds and how little we know about the subconscious and how much time we spend in the conscious. And so after I completed that program, I had really, really great results with that program and halfway through, I was like, I just, I know that I need to certify in this. Like, I just know that this is next for me. Um, so yeah, then immediately after I, I, um, enrolled in a certification with Rebecca Shaw and, and here we are. And the rest is history. I'm so <laughs> glad that you, you listened and did that because, oh my gosh, you're just, you're, I just, your voice on tracks is, <laughs> I mean, it's like honey pouring over your mind. Oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's so funny. And I think it's funny that you pointed out that you remembered certain things from your hypnosis and it would play uh in your mind actively during the day. This is probably going to sound so bizarre. The track I have from you now, I've had for a year and a half at least. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember any of it. I listen Mm. to it almost every single night. It's Mm. almost like my brain switches channels. Yes. And I fully receive it. And what's so crazy is even after a year and a half of listening to this same track, almost every Mm -hmm. night, I will hear things for the first time. And it just hits me in a new way. Like I'm ready to hear that portion or that portion is calling to me now. And I'm like, wait, I don't, I don't remember this being in here before, but obviously it has been, I've been playing the same track for a year and a half. It just, it's so beautiful how it works. It's magic that way too. But then Mm -hmm. if you like put a weapon to my head right now. And we're like, tell me what's in your, med- your hypnosis track. I'd be like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And I love it. And when I fall into it and immediately your voice picks up and then sometimes I can even remember as it's going along, like, Oh, this part's coming up next. I love this. But then 90% of it is still a total surprise. How weird is that? Um, <laughs> that's so beautiful. I love that. And my husband says the same thing. Um, cause oh, really? I made a track for him that he listens to. And he's like, I, I heard a part last night that I've never heard. And I'm just like, how is that possible? I do think it's different. Like I listened to my tracks in the morning, like in the middle of the day or in the morning, Mm. like I really used it when I was wide awake, Mm. um, versus falling asleep. Like I don't, I'm not a big, I don't personally love falling asleep to tracks. Cause then I'm like, Oh, where are my headphones? And then I can't find my AirPod and it's just really annoying to me. <laughs> but yeah. so I wonder if that's part of it, but yeah, my, my, mm. Kevin says that all the time, like, God, the track is so good. And I list, I hear new parts all the time. And, and I never thought about my voice. And I guess 
I, you know, if it was just you, I'd be like, that's just because Carrie loves me. Like she just really, you know, <laughs> she's a soulmate client and we are, it's different, but a lot of people have said that about my voice. And so it's really, I really appreciate it because the, you know, being a hypnotist at the beginning, I mean, now I really don't feel this way, but it's a really vulnerable thing. Like you just feel oh. like this is, this is a little quirky. Like this is a little out there. And you just know that there's people who are going to listen, who are not necessarily ready to listen, who aren't listening with maybe the purest of intentions, who maybe are like ready to be like, she's, yep, she's just as weird as I thought she was, or what a weird voice, or why is she talking that way? And um, and then you also get people that are, you know, when you get that positive feedback, it kind of reminds you that just like any craft that you study in, that you practice, that you train, that you put reps in it's a craft. And I do think some people have a natural inclination for it and some people don't. And so it was really important for me to have, you know, my clients and community going like, no, 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 like it really, like your voice really helps me because it helped me to just accept what I already kind of was feeling, which is like, no, this is, this is one of your gifts. You know, you're, you're meant to lean into this, even though it feels really different than let's say coaching. So yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I 100% agree. It's definitely a gift that you have. I'm really, I'm not picky about, okay. My husband would probably beg to differ, but I'm not picky about a lot of things, but if I'm scrolling through and just trying to look for a different meditation track or affirmations or something like that, I will listen for about five seconds and make a judgment call on that person's voice of no, I can't listen to this or yes, I can, you know? Um, but yours is just so good. So I'm so glad that you have really just allowed yourself to, to fall into the this and what a cool hidden gift <laughs> I know. that you who would even think you know one day I'm gonna have this magical experience and it's all gonna align and I'm gonna make these gorgeous delicious meditations for people I love does um does your husband listen to his meditations at night too mm-hmm. okay yeah. See, I mean I well he'll like he'll listen vibe entirely I think and during the day I'll normally just either meditate or do something really awakening and affirmation or manifestation based Mm-hmm. But at night is when I'm like, all right, I'm ready to really fall back on enough that we mm-hmm. can actually let my subconscious come into play and yeah. do some reprogramming or something here. Yeah. Well, and they say, like my teacher used to say, it's like the greatest hack for a busy woman because when mm. you fall asleep, I mean, every woman falls asleep, <clears throat> excuse me, falls asleep, you know, thinking about all the things that they need to do that they didn't do that. Did I sign the parent teacher thing? Did I do the sign up genius? Did I like, I know, I guess maybe it's just me, but when I speak to women, it's like, there's so much on our plates. There's so much on our minds. And sometimes, you know, getting to ourselves can feel like the last thing that we do, that we want to do. We feel a lot of resistance around it. We have a lot of conditioning around it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so hypnosis is such a hack because it's like, oh, you're going to bed anyway. Great. Since you're going to bed anyway, and you're just thinking about all the stuff you didn't do anyway, pop in this thing. And it's, it's going to actually progress you towards something you're working on and you don't have to do a thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know how passionate I am about women doing less yes, (laughs) and like putting less pressure on themselves (laughs) because I think sometimes with personal growth, this happens, right? We're like, I need to be better. I need to be a better version of me. I need to be working on myself. And sometimes it's like, can you just do less? You know, what if like who you are is enough right now and the right thing is going to find you? And for me, hypnosis just fits into that so perfectly because it's like, you don't need to do anything. You literally just get to 
lay in bed and pop in these headphones and fall asleep listening to this thing. And it's working whether you're awake or not. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, for every high achieving woman out there, I just think, why not? That's yes. More of that. Right. Right. Exactly. And as far as everyone having these specific intentions aligned to their growth and their healing process and going into it with that specific goal in mind, are there certain examples you could give obviously without naming names or clients of, of things that you would integrate into a custom track for people. So people can have an idea of, Oh, this would help me with X, Y, and Z. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest purposes I have on this planet is to connect women to their inner knowing to their intuitions, to their souls, to the frequency that they feel when they are in a type of, you know, I'll say alignment, but they're in a type of um, embodiment where they just feel, it's like you feel so much like you, but like the you, you are on this planet to be. And I know that you know what I'm talking about. And I think that a lot of women kind of sense I'm not her. I I like, I just, something doesn't feel quite right. I don't know who she is and I don't know how to get there. And so what I spend a lot of my time doing with clients with their hypnosis tracks is returning them to the things that they've said. Cause you know, we do it after several sessions. So we've already had a lot of conversations and I'm always waiting for when I think that we've really gotten to the root of the thing, because there's a lot of layers on top of that onion that are making a a woman feel confused or disconnected from herself or lacking trust or clarity. But when I think we've gotten to the root, that's when I want to go to their hypnosis track and remind them of what they've told me in their sessions about what it does feel like, even if it's just for a brief moment during a focalizing session, when they are in that zone. Like, what is that sweet spot when I actually, I do know how to, you know, own, own my stuff and hold my boundaries and use my voice and trust myself and be myself, like just be myself. Like, what does it feel like when I'm not performing or masking or judging and I'm just me? And I truly believe that is, you know, the ultimate flex we're all here to do is like, just, you know, that's why my podcast is called It's All Me. Like, just really, what would it be like if you could just be the you, your soul came here to be? And feel how good that feels and trust it and just show up in every initiation over and over and over as her. And you, it's wild. Like I told you before we hit record, it's like, I feel like I'm on this runaway train right now, mm. but I'm not like hanging off the back. Like I'm like, no, I am. I am on this train. I am driving this train, but it's it's just going so fast. And I know that the reason I'm not falling off the train, clinging to the train, being run over by the train, just moving really fast with the train of my life's initiation is because I know who I am. I know who I need to be. I know who I get to be. I know what it feels like to trust my yeses and my noes. And that is what I try to integrate into every hypnosis track I have ever made. Like from every coaching conversation, when we've landed on it, I'm writing it down. What did, what, how did you describe what it feels like when you're just home in your body, in your soul, in your knowing without worrying about what grandma's going to think and what so-and-so said and what, you know, just like, who are you? And then putting that in the track to me, feels like the, 
the shortcut to solving all of life's problems because then life's problems continue to come, but you face them as who you actually get to be. And it's so much more empowering. It's so much, there's so much less friction around it because it's not just this is a problem and also why is this happening to me? And I don't know how to fix it. And so-and-so doesn't get it. And da, da, da. it's just like, this is happening. Okay. The train is going really fast. So either I'm going to pick up speed or I'm going to get run over, you know, I'm going to be a victim or I'm going to drive this fucking train. Oh, sorry. Can I curse? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I can flag this episode, I think, <laughs> or maybe I can send it to someone. We did so good like, for you. so long. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess my point is, it's just like when you, when a woman, when a client of mine, like really gets anchored in that those roots, like the roots of her, her soul, like her human existence, like who did you come here to be? It's so much easier to just start to move through life and cut out the things that are making it harder, faster, whether that is a relationship, a career, a bad habit, um, a way you relate to yourself. It just gets easier and easier because through hypnosis, you are spending more time in your, your home base, in your true like soul alignment. That's so much sense. Yeah. And I can see that there are so many times where I'll start to feel misaligned and like, I'm not being her, the real Mm -hmm. me, you know, being, and it's, and if I have those moments, okay, well, how have I been meditating? Have I been Mm -hmm. listening to my hypnosis? No. And then I'll get back on track, if you will, and start listening again. And it's just, it's such a, for me, I'm all about what is the easiest way I can just fall back into alignment. And it's so easy for me to just pop in those headphones. Like you said, I'm not making extra work for myself. I'm not having to carve out the time. I'm going to bed anyway. (laughs) So why not? I guess I'll sleep tonight. You know, I've got essential oils. I've got a silk satin pillow case. You know, I have blackout curtains. Why not take it up a notch? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it's a time that I can also fill in like a little bit of soul nourishment and realignment too. I think that is such a beautiful thing. And I love that you're able to relate it back to essentially, you know, even though everyone is struggling with different things and living such different lives and having, you know, pivotal moments at different times. So I'm sure the tracks are all so different at its core. It's all just calling us back home to ourselves and really tapping back into your intuition and being in alignment, which is really a core theme here on this podcast, because that has been an absolute life-changing thing for me. Yeah. That little voice that I ignored for so long and had zero faith in, but wouldn't go away. And I'm so glad she didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's how much more beautiful my life has become since I have trusted and allowed that to take over and really bloom. It's been an yeah. absolute game changer. So, um, yeah. I mean, and there yeah. are the statistics to back this all up to you guys. We, we chatted briefly before this and I said, you know, I can also link in the show notes for you guys. I mean, this is a real thing now that the scientific and medical community is saying, actually, yes, this is not Mm -hmm. absolute crazy pantsness. And we actually, there are so many studies that are ongoing. You had a lot of information about that before we logged on too. Yeah. It's part of tons of clinical trials. And I remember one of the stories that we, um, actually this might be in a book. There's this book. So Grace, um, she, her like 
Instagram name, I think is Grace Space Hypnosis, but she has a book called Close Your Eyes, Get Free. And I think it's in this book that I read this. And she, so she's a hypnotist who has this whole community of, I don't know, it's all about hypnosis. And so um, I love like reading her book and hearing about her experience because her goal was to make hypnosis mainstream. And she mm-hmm. cited this real example in her book about how I want to say this was like during war times, like, you know, 1800s. I'm going to find, I'm going to find it and and show it to you. Like after this, after this thing, cause you know, me and dates and all these things, it's not my strong suit, but um, they used hypnosis a lot in the medical community because a lot of times they didn't have the drugs. They didn't have the, um, the, whatever the thing is that numbs oh, you to help out with and pain and stuff. Yeah. To help with pain. Anesthesia. God, what is wrong? Anesthesia. I couldn't think of anesthesia. anything. They didn't have the pain. Anesthesia. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, she has this example of a medical student who had to do brain surgery using hypnosis because they didn't have anesthesia and they have the patient um, state their pain level like one to 10. And he's like two feel a little bit of discomfort. And I mean, reading this, I was like, you know, freaking out, like cringing, but this is literally was like a really important tool that they've used in the medical community when drugs were not an option or they ran out. It's like hypnotherapy is something that they have tested and used quite a bit. And they use it a ton with people in, um, you know, in a, in the addiction space, of course, like with recovery, drugs, alcohol, but not just that, like mental health. Um, there's tons of clinical trials and case studies happening all the time in the medical um, community using hypnotherapy as a tool. And I think as the collective shifts maybe away from, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, mainstream medicine, but I think when penicillin was discovered, people like really swung the pendulum and they were just like penicillin, penicillin for everything, antibiotics for everything. They were just like so excited. They made it like the cure-all and like with anything, it requires a little bit of discernment and balance. And so I think what I see is like the collective is realizing like, okay, maybe I went a little overboard with all of those drugs and maybe there's a balance and I could do something a little bit more natural. And so I think um, in the medical medical communities too, they're really realizing like, oh, well, what are the ways we can intervene and help people be more well that are not, you know, a pill or medicine and hypnotherapy is one of the things that they're always testing in trials. So- I love hearing that. My jaw was absolutely on the ground when you were giving that example. I'm glad that you remembered that and could share that with me. That can't even imagine. That was a great hypnotist there. (laughs) I know, right? I even knew someone was going to be tinkering around my head with some kind of tool. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it takes me out. I mean, you must have been in a crisis situation. Absolutely, it's this or nothing. Be like, okay, try it. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do when you're in a this or nothing situation, but okay. I, I really hope sincerely that this is going to continue to gain more traction in the medical community. Mm-hmm. I know there's still, I will very tenderly dance around this topic, but you know, there's not much incentive for them to push these mm-hmm. types of things or to even mm-hmm. evaluate them as, as tools, uh, which yeah. can be really effective and helpful. And, you know, even just with the example of antibiotics and stuff like that, um, 
That's something that I've always been really weary of. I think my eyes opened to that with my first pregnancy and they you know, they give you this sheet of two pages of things you, you should not do or, you know, whatever and have you. And one of them was like, you know, if you get sick, you know, whatever the recommendations were. And I thought, oh gosh, I can't take anything. Like mm-hmm. this is something new. I'm used to just being mm-hmm. able to. So I think that was the first time that I actually stepped back and started asking questions about what I was taking, what was available mm-hmm. to me, what my options were. And then it just had this mm-hmm. trickle effect into absolutely everything, what we were eating, what we were mm-hmm. washing things with, you know, everything, which is just a fun, crazy rabbit hole to go on. That can be very oh, overwhelming that's... as you were well aware, but um, yeah, like even with this recent illness that I had, it's really funny because that old programming is still really pervasive, especially like with my husband, it's the second he gets sick, he runs to the doctor and not judging that's him. That's what he wants to do. But I was sick for a couple of days and he was like, you just need to go to the doctor and get an antibiotic. And I was like, you know, I think my body can fight this off. And I just reminded him, I said, you know, me, unless I get to a point where I know I've done all I can do and my body needs that extra help. I'm not just going to go and throw an antibiotic in it. Um, because I want them to continue to be effective when I truly need them. And I know there's all this stuff where they're gaining, you know, resistance to, to different things and they're being less effective. So, I mean, there's just so many different. No, I hear you. And I, I want to add something about that. I mean, well, I think it is also, I just think every person, like not every person, I would guess anybody listening to this, they kind of know enough about holistic wellness and antibiotics to be like, oh, like I don't want to use antibiotics, but then sometimes they do and like feeling that. And I just think that's a, that's like a tough place in the middle. And I know I've put so much pressure on myself before where I've been like, I was manifesting and using my essential oils and I did it. And now I still need an antibiotic. And I feel like kind of like a failure. Mm. And then I was like, wait, this is, this is dumb. Like this is, you know, like I'm supposed to just use, I'm supposed to feel good. Like I'm, you know, we use the tools that create wellness, but I do think it's confusing. And I do think it's just worth questioning like, oh, is my default to just grab it grab an antibiotic, like how much do I actually know about it? But Mm -hmm. to what you were saying about, there's not a lot of incentive. I was just having a conversation on my podcast yesterday with um, the owner of the new primal, Jason, Jason Burke. And he was explaining where food and this would absolutely apply to medicine and wellness in general is concerned. The demand has to increase before the suppliers will change the way that they deliver the supply, which I always, which like, I think that's like an economics thing. And economics was definitely not my best subject, but it kind of blew my mind because I was like, oh yeah. It's like, if everybody went to the doctor and just asked a couple more questions about the antibiotics and what's available and could hypnosis help, you know, like, okay, I'm suffering with anxiety. Okay. I understand this is an option. Great. I've been on antidepressants multiple times. Everybody knows it. And also, can we also create the demand with our providers of like, also, I've heard a little bit about clinical trials that treat anxiety with hypnotherapy. Like, do you have any recommendations? That doctor has never had that question, right? Likely. And is then going to be like, oh, I don't know the answer. They're either, well, if they're a good doctor, they'll be honest and say like, honestly, I don't know. Let me get back to you. But now that doctor has to go and 
do a little Google, talk to a few people, check a forum and see like, are there any clinical trials with hypnosis? Oh my gosh, there's this hypnotist in my town, right? And so now it's like creating that demand is is forcing the people who would normally just do the quick fix to be creative and offer other ways that we can be well. And the more people that do that and just open that conversation, I'm not saying everybody can just like, you know, see a hypnotist and not have anxiety, for example. But I do think there's something to like what you're doing, which is like spreading knowledge about other options that then creates the demand, which then has the potential to change the way the supply is delivered. Absolutely. And I feel like this is a a both and situation. We live in the day and time. We get to have access to both. You don't have to choose. No one is making you choose. Um, And I, I so love and appreciate that. I can do all of the things that I like to do. And at the end of the day, if I'm still feeling, oh, this is getting worse, it's not getting better. All right, time to go to the doctor. You know, let me hop in my car and, and get there. And so we had this luxury of being able to have these tools like hypnosis and meditation, which potentially can really help the same way that the doctor can. So we have these things that you can use either or in combination, both and, mm-hmm. and it just, it I think- there are so many people and, and it's okay. Cause I've been there too, where you're just so stuck on how it's always been and what feels safe and known that you don't even question, but there are things that, you know, absolutely drive me bonkers. Like I, I follow, I've followed her for years and actually I had to steer Wyatt off of my phone one day. Cause he got a hold of it and was looking, but, um, people like manifest, uh, not manifestation, babe, not her. love her, not her. Um, the food babe, everyone's a babe. Uh, <laughs> babe, babe, I'm getting confused with all my babes, but the food babe, and she does these beautiful comparisons of something as simple as Dorito chips here and the ingredients that are legal in America, what they're serving us, what they're giving us, but the version of Doritos that they're selling in Europe is oh. completely different, so mm-hmm. much healthier. And it's mm-hmm. like, they've already proved they can make delicious Doritos mm-hmm. that people will still buy and consume mm-hmm. in a healthier way. But mm-hmm. there just hasn't been enough demand here for them to mm-hmm. bring that over here. And maybe mm-hmm. it is that collective that we need to continue to ask the questions and make the demands and ask for other options and know there are always more options. Just mm-hmm. because the first thing handed to you is the first thing handed to you doesn't mean you have to accept it blindly. It doesn't mean that you can't get a second opinion, that you mm-hmm. can't go and try lots of different things before you hone in on something. Yeah. Um, so that true. is just probably an entire beautiful conversation that that could be had at like another time mm-hmm. um, because there's so much to be said there and in so many different areas, but tying it all back into using hypnosis and meditation as a healing tool, that's something that I know you've, you've told me that you've integrated even just, which is great because your kids get this home life, fresh version from you, but I've integrated too with Wyatt and Emmy kind of more, Wyatt's the only one right now that has um, custom hypnosis tracks, but to help him with his anxiety. And it is a, in combination with, it's not going to mm-hmm. always be like, I'm putting all of my eggs in this basket. And if it doesn't help him, oh, well, that just, you know, right. I'm, I'm open to medication. I'm open to all the things and really tapping into what feels right for each child in the season that they're in and allowing it to help them. And if it serves them for a while, that's great. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing too. We want to, like, 
just because it served them super great last year doesn't mean that it's going to still work this year. So really honoring that flexibility and being able to mold and change. But meditation is something that once I started realizing how much it helped me even just step back and be present. I used Mm -hmm. to be, my mom has this joke. She would call me, wait a minute, Carrie, because growing up, I was always 15 steps ahead of everything. I'm one of six kids. I was the second oldest and I carried a lot of weight. So I was always running around doing stuff, trying to help get the kids in the car, get everyone ready, like do all these things. And it just became somehow this joke. She'd be like, wait a minute, Carrie, wait a minute, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And it, it got to this point that my youngest brother, Ian, when he was like two or three, you know, he starts talking and stuff and he would call me Carrie Wada. And my mom <laughs> could never figure out for the longest time. And it was just, and I was like, well, that's cute. I have this like unique nickname with Ian, Carrie Wada you know, what is Weta? I don't know. Is that like a Star Wars thing? I don't even know. And then she said, one day I literally heard as I was saying to you, wait a minute, Carrie. And I heard Carrie Weta and it just clicked. And I thought, that's how fast you move. I was always in such a hurry and such a rush to get to like the next thing. And for me, hypnosis really has been trivial in being in this present moment in time and just allowing things to unfold and releasing that stress of feeling like I have to hurry, hurry, hurry on the hamster wheel and get there because it's going to happen whether I stress about it or not. <laughs> and not to say I still don't love to be everywhere 10 minutes early because if I'm not, I feel like I'm late. That is my double Virgo showing, but I, I am able to release that intense anxiety and almost panicky state that I lived in. It felt very much fight or flight for, Mm. I mean, at least 20 years of my early life. Cause it was just so like, I had to go, I had to hurry and, you know, whatever, and really being able to integrate meditation first. And then for me, I considered hypnosis, like an an up level, like a notch up. Like once I was really comfortable in my meditation practice, I thought, what can I do to make this more juicy and (laughs) help me more. And then, and then we started doing our hypnosis but it really just has been a tool that for me significantly allowed me to find peace and presence in just living, (laughs) which really oversimplifies everything that it does. But I guess that's a really personal example, taking it all the way back to how I thought I would always be forever. And there was no healing that because that's just who I am. I rush, 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 and I'm hurry, hurry, hurry. And I'm Mm. able to release all of that now and just enjoy and be present and not to say, you know, I'm human. There are times when I'm like, get your shoes and get in the car. Like this is just not happening today. Mm. But in essence of it, I get in the car and I always have this moment where I'm reminded I'll get there. Mm -hmm. I will arrive almost this like Gandalfy moment. What does he say? Mm-hmm. I'm going to nerd out right now. A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely <laughs> when he means to. It's like, I'll get there when I get there. You know, maybe we'll be 10 minutes early. Maybe we'll be 10 minutes late, but I would rather arrive than make it nowhere at all because I'm in such a mad hurry that I cause something terrible to happen. And yeah. I don't know. So hypnosis and meditation for me have really been the thing that took me out of such a fight or flight state of mind that I was hardcore, you know, those were core years up to, you know, 
zero to essentially 17 when I moved out on my own that I was always like, and then of course this pattern carried on for, for years until I started really meditating and, and healing and, and slowing down enough to be present, but it's been mm-hmm. such a gift for me. So I, I integrated that into at first, just with the kids during really high strung moments, like, let's just take it down a notch. You want to listen to a meditation? Like I have these, this app that I use that I love with them. And, you know, let's just turn one of those on and you can snuggle your buddies and relax. And when you feel better, you can come rejoin us. Like it's just, mm-hmm. and that's how it began. And, and then with Wyatt, he, he has so much more anxiety and different things that he's always working on just to be a happier little version of himself and healthier. So I went to Rebecca and was able to get him some custom hypnosis tracks and he listens to those. And it's not like overnight he was healed or anything like that, but with time and repetition, these things just become lighter, if that makes any sense, just lighter and nicer. And it's just a nice little tool to pull on when I can tell we're having an extra hard day you need, you need some space. You need to get back home. You're mm-hmm. all these places that I used to be, you were rushing from here to there. You know, mm-hmm. you need to just come back home, grab a buddy. Let's get a blanket, go lay down and just be. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say something about that? Yeah. Cause like hearing you talk about your own experience and being in fight or flight, it's just so clear to me that um, you know, we create these ways of being in the world as children that we we think are are there to keep us safe and they're not right or wrong. And sometimes they work until we're like 40, you know, um, until they just stop working. But we create this ways. So it was like, I could see how the second of six, you know, a lot of responsibility, you just created this identity. And it was like, I can't be late. I can't drop the ball. I can't not help out my mom. I am responsible for my siblings. And somebody could tell you consciously, you know, there's some stats about how much more effective um, like three hypnosis sessions are than like a hundred talk therapy sessions. And I'm not, I mean, I love talk therapy, Mm. all about talk therapy, but I think it's really interesting because, because you could, somebody could sit in front of you and, and you could talk using the conscious mind and go, Carrie, you're not responsible for the weight of the world. And it's okay for you to slow down. It's okay for you to take away all the things that that little girl needed to hear probably. And um, the conscious mind would be like, uh-uh, no, because the body's like, no way. I know what to do to survive. And this is it. Wait a minute, Carrie, is the way, right? And so that's the thing about hypnotherapy is that it bypasses the conscious mind and goes directly to the subconscious where you're developing habits and beliefs and automatic processes and talks to her. I'm going to call her, I'm going to make her feminine um, and tells her, Carrie, it's okay if you slow down. You know, it's okay if you're, te- you arrive when you arrive and suddenly you can hear it and you can receive it because we aren't talking to the conscious mind. You know, like, it's like, how many times have I told my husband, like, calm down? It's like, he's like, shut the- don't tell me to calm down. That doesn't work. You know, that, that doesn't work. Telling somebody who is not ready to receive or, you know, even if they are ready and you just talk about how they need to calm down, their conscious mind is still like blocking it 
from really happening. But if you talk directly to their subconscious and are like, hey, I think you'd feel really good if you slowed down. I think you might actually really like it, right? And now we're not, we're not like convincing them or shaming them. We're kind of like influencing them using what we know they already like, what we know they already would love. This is why like after, you know, we have a coaching session and you tell me what it feels like when you're really calm, like the time that you were calm and this is what it felt like. And this is what I liked about it. So that's who I'm going to talk directly to. I'm not going to use like, Carrie, calm down. I'm going to use your own language so that your subconscious is like, yeah, this is a friend. Oh, this, this feels okay. This is safe. This is okay. And it's going to start to consider it, you know, it's going to start to carve that new neural pathway so that you can have a new belief about, I think it's okay if I'm late, but consciously you can't just talk about being late and just suddenly start to change your mind. I mean, have I had conversations with people where we just talk about stuff and things shift? Absolutely. You know, talk therapy exists for a reason, but also, like you said, it quantum leaped because I think it's just so much quicker because- Mm -hmm because it's just going right past the conscious and going right to your subconscious and saying, it's okay to slow down. Actually, you want to slow down. Actually, you felt really good when you slowed down. What would it feel like, you know? And so then you wake up and you're like, it would feel, it would feel kind of good to slow down, you know? And everything changes. And so that's the magic of hypnosis. That's why it is so effective and powerful in actually getting you to do the things that you kind of know aren't like that you should do that you could do that would feel better you know a person who lives their life really anxious and like controlling knows that doesn't feel great they they don't love this but they also nobody's given them really great evidence that it would be better if they weren't that way and so they they need help getting to the subconscious and because the conscious is really strong and the body is holding this pattern of fight or flight. And so that's why hypnotherapy is wildly powerful because it just cuts through all of that controlling like pattern and goes straight to the part that's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Try yeah. it. It'll feel good. So I, I just wanted that. to mention that. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm glancing at the clock now and I want to be really conscious of your time. I know you're a very busy woman, but I don't know if there's anything better we could say to wrap that up. That was just spot on. So maybe for anyone who's looking to connect with you or even actually get a sample, you, you still have a free hypnosis available for yeah. people that sure. they can yeah, yeah. On check my website. out. I'll give you the link so you can just put that in the show notes if that's easier to just try that specific track. It's the trust yourself hypnosis track. So Mm -hmm. original. I know. Listen, it's literally the number one. That was one of the hardest hurdles for me. (laughs) For every woman. Yeah. So it's all this programming for years and years telling you there's something wrong with every choice you make. You you forget to trust yourself (laughs) or you're too afraid to. So that's beautiful. Thank you for offering that to everyone. I'll absolutely link it in the show notes. And, um, Yeah. With that, I guess we will just tell you, thank you so much again for stopping by and sharing your wisdom and and space with us today. So thank you, G. Oh, thank you so much for, for having me and inviting me. It's nice to be with you. Good to see you. Nice and early. (laughs) Good little breakfast chat. (laughs) Post coffee immediately this morning, but thank you for being so gracious about it. (laughs) Same, same. We got it done. We got it done. You know, I love you. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. 
Nothing lights my soul up more than sharing the deeply impactful tools and rituals that I've gathered along my own journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone you love and be sure to subscribe. It's absolutely free and will ensure that you never miss out on the latest. I love connecting with my readers and listeners. So reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know what topics you'd love to have covered in future episodes. If you're looking for a dreamy fantasy read, book one of my debut series, The Unseen Realm, is available now on Amazon. So be sure to grab a copy of Eyes on Fire today. You can find all the links you need in today's show notes. Our time together has come to an end. So until we meet again, take good care of yourself and look for the magic in every day.